hello hello to my fellow cuckoo birds how is everybody to doing on this here monday um sorry for the delay i had a very long weekend my five-year-old turned six on friday so um i've been yes i've been a party mom host all weekend and i did not get off the road until very very late last night but here it is um today's new episode so today i am gonna talk about um what it is like to being bipolar to actually being bipolar and to try to you know go in a little more depth on how someone deals with it and how someone lives with it on a daily basis so First off, I want to start off by saying hi. My name is Kriana, and I am bipolar. <laughs> um, so I was diagnosed back in 2012. And people think, um, and I'm not just going to say people think, because a lot of times I thought, like, bipolar is just, it's just like a phrase or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you acting real bipolar right now. Like, it's just a common phrase that people use when somebody is acting like they have, you know, multiple different personalities. And it was all, you know, it was like a joking manner. But when um, I was diagnosed and I went into depth in myself, you know, I really realized that there are some moments where I'm, I'm okay, I'm calm, you know, I'm joyful, I'm cheery. And then the slightest thing can flip a switch and I'm a whole different manner. And bipolar does not necessarily mean you're just mad. You go from being happy and then mad all of a sudden. No, bipolar, you can, like, there are times where I have burst of energy where I can't sleep I can't sit down like I just have to clean I have to do a whole bunch of different stuff there are times where I am you know I'll be fine that all of a sudden I'm just I'm, I'm a sad person um but a lot my other side a lot of times when I am you know realizing that I I am uh, becoming my other quote-unquote personality um is my anger side so i deal with like i said the anger side of bipolar uh mostly when i am flipping out and stuff like that it is and that's where like i said the name Sharnice comes from um that's my bipolar side when i'm it's just like a blackout to me it's like anything that happens within that time frame is hazy like I don't remember everything. I just hear stories or you said this or you did that or I vaguely remember like, okay, I might've did this, but I don't remember doing that or I don't remember saying that. Like, um, and being bipolar is hard. Like it's, it's really hard. And it's not just for the hard, hard for the people that's bipolar. It's hard for the people that surround those people because there are times where I literally just disappear. Like my friends, will tell you I will literally go MIA for a month like I can go MIA and not talk to nobody and like really disappear and then just you know pop back like hey like nothing was 
you know, and it's nothing against anybody. It's just, I, you go to a dark space sometimes where you just don't, you don't have no, no, you don't want like emotion, nobody else's emotion or nobody else's judgment or no, you just, you know, you gotta deal with it yourself. Um, there are times where, like I said, I catch myself, the smallest thing can frustrate my entire day. Like the slightest thing can piss me off. And, um, a lot of people that's bipolar don't, don't feel like they need to take medication. A lot of people don't like medication. I am a person that does not like medication, but, um, as I became older, um, I did learn to stop letting them use me as a lab rat and trying out all these different medications because I was a, a medical zombie for a while trying to figure out what can balance, you know, balance me out. And um, I stopped, you know, a lot of them, I wouldn't take them. I refused to take a lot of the medicines and stuff like that because I didn't like the way they made me feel. Um, but I... um finally, you know, found two medications that actually help me level out. It doesn't take away my emotion. It doesn't take me away from the world. It just, it helps me. If something pisses me off, my whole day is in ruin. It helps me process, you know what I'm saying? Process things a little bit different. Um, and being bipolar, brings on like I have bad anxiety and I so like I said I suffer from depression so being bipolar and having bad anxiety is not a good mix because um when I'm frustrated or when I'm irritated or when you know something is not going right it makes my anxiety flare I don't like to be that person being an angry person is very exhausting being a person that's easily irritable is very exhausting and people feel to realize like I don't always like you don't mean some people mean to be a bitch but like it's some people who really it's like we're that way but we don't like to be that way like I don't like to be mean I know I could be a very mean person, but I don't like to be that way. That's why when I go through things and I, I, I know like, you know, I'm I'm unbalanced and stuff like that, I just tend to go MIA and stay to myself because I rather the world to see me for the beautiful me than the ugly me because I know my other side is very ugly. She she ugly. So I don't wanna leave a bad taste you know, around the world. But being that way is not, it's not, it's not, um, it's not a good space. Like, I don't like, I don't like being irritated. I don't like being frustrated. I don't like having to bark and bitch at people. Like, I don't like stuff like that, but I will because it's in me. But I just don't like it because it's already, what people don't understand, like it's already, a battle for me to manage the small stuff to not get irritated by and a lot of people always ask me like does being bipolar so does that affect your kids my kids have never been a trigger for me i am the oldest of um like i said eight on my mother's side it's six of us my two um twin sisters passed away um so i am used to children i'm used to kids like 
I grew up helping my mom raise my siblings, so kids don't bother me. They don't trigger me. They don't, you know, my kids have seen my other side because of something, somebody else or, you know, another situation. But I've never just spazzed out on my kids. I've never became that angry or anything like that where I would take it out on my kids. Like, um, that's one thing that I am grateful for. Um, let me see. People have to, and since we're talking about like, okay, people need to be careful on when you're dealing with certain people, people need to be careful with the crazy world, the crazy word, like, oh, you crazy, or um, she acting crazy, or you know what I'm saying? She's, I've learned because that word can be very, 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 very offensive, like, Dealing with a mental illness is already making you a tad bit insecure within yourself. Um, Like, it's already frustrating sometimes because, like I said, it is some situations where you don't want to be mad or you don't want to, but you are. So it's just like, uh, I'm already trying, you know what I'm saying? Trying not to, or when you try to avoid a situation and not go off, like, people calling you crazy or people joking about you crazy being crazy and stuff like that sometimes that make us reflect that make us you know when we go in that dark space we think about stuff like that so you know um be careful be careful when you know you're dealing with somebody with a mental illness and you joke about it i remember when i was um when i tried to um kill myself and I had to go to rescue crisis and I had somebody visiting me and they kind of made a joke about it and you know I it it, it kind of made me feel some type of way but it didn't but it was just like you know um some stuff you you can't joke about like um example uh when people tell me like well I don't, you know, I don't know what, if you you woke up on the right side of the bed today, cause it's just like, well, there, I, I don't, I'm not this way all the time. Like, that's why I don't like showing my other side, because when I show my other side, people just assume that that's just gonna, that that's just me, because my other side is very much dominant. My other side is aggressive. My other side is, you know, she's my protector. So people just automatically think like, I'm just gonna be that way all the time. And you know, people joke about it and stuff like that, but sometimes it makes me offended. Like it does. Um, But one thing that, like I said, helped me a lot was counseling. I recommend counseling to everybody. Um, But don't just settle for any counselor. Don't just settle for any psychiatrist like, you will know who's right and who's not for you. I went through probably like five different psychiatrists and three different counselors. Like, I am the one who would say, no ma'am, no sir, we're not connecting here, you're not for me. I am the person I will give you enough information just to see, you know, are you gonna treat me like every other client or are you actually going to listen to what my personal you know triggers are and what I personally go through and 
how we can, you know, make the um, plan and the plan of treatment and the plan of action around my personalized illness, not what just the broad base of, okay, being bipolar, this is how we treat every bipolar patient. So don't, you don't have to settle for somebody, you know, the first or first person they send you or first person you see, connect with your counselor, connect with your psychiatrist, but I do highly recommend them because they help. They help. Secondly, journals. Like I told everybody, journaling is very, 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 very important. Like I journal. Um, I have so many different journals. I have about five journals. I have a financial journal. I have a dreams and goals journal. I have a just, you know, all my feelings and stuff journal. Um, I have a, a dark journal for the times that I'm really, really in my dark place. I have a journal for that. Like I journal a lot. Even if I can't talk to somebody, I can always write it down and it always makes me feel a little bit better. Like it always lifts that weight a little bit. Um, another thing that my counselor has brought back out of me is having a creativity niche. Like I've always been like an artsy type of person, but I can't draw if that makes sense. Um, but I'm artsy, like I can paint, I can like do collages, I can like do, I can do a whole bunch of different stuff. I'm a very crafty person. And that's how we do some of my sessions. She'll bring different crafts and stuff. And we'll talk about, you know, the emotions. And, okay, this represents this, this represents that. And we do different types of crafts and stuff. So finding something that um, you enjoy and that's a niche for you is also a way you can help cope um, and just find your peace and happy place. Um, Meditation is also one of my um, coping skills as well. I meditate a lot. Um, I pray a lot. And when I say meditate, um, I'm in a quiet space with your choice. If you know, some people may not like sounds, music, any of that, you just might want to strictly quiet with some candles or you know your sage or whatever makes you in your space peaceful and you just take the time and you just reflect you manifest like you you know you just come you bring yourself to a clear mind and when you really really meditate you'll feel within yourself a natural high and you'll feel like the negative coming off and you and just the positive coming in um I am going to have um, a meditation episode to you guys. So make sure you guys tune into that one. Um, and where I'm going to actually, you know, go through a meditation that I do. Um, but those are things that really, really, like, really help me out. Um, because, like I said, it's something I feel like I'll struggle and deal with every single day for the rest of my life. Um because it's been like that since I've been diagnosed. And even before then, before my diagnosis, as I look back, there have been times where I just flipped out and just, you know, and I'm just like, well, it makes sense. Um, but it's not impossible to live with. It's not 
something that just takes full control you have to be able to be you know in control of yourself in control of your actions and when you come into control and start gaining control it makes you feel so wonderful like me learning how to gain control makes me feel more of a woman like it is showing that I have came and I have grown from what I used to be like it's just a great feeling um and that too will that feeling will push you to even have even more control so um journal guys meditate get you a counselor a psychiatrist you know or talk to somebody let it out um work out i also work out too like find your find what makes you peace because peace is important that is the importance of everything finding and keeping that state of peace even when it um feels like it's the worst day you have to be able to stop take a break and find your level of peace like find your level of peace whether you have to count to 10 for 10 seconds um take a second go listen to your soothing music find your peace remind yourself every day to find that speed bit of peace no matter what So um these last couple minutes of this episode I want to actually shout out my mental inner circle. So I'll start off with my counselor Miss Andrea. Um I met her last year here in Columbus. That lady is my wing woman. Um we have sessions every Tuesday and Thursday and Like I said, she told me come back to my little niche and fi- fi- find my peace. Um I will also like to say um a special shout out to a couple of my friends and sisters and brothers. So first I'm going to start off with my two big brothers, Greg and Jay. Um these two they really hold me up um no matter what what time any of that if i need them if i call you know i know they're coming they check on me on a daily basis jay always make sure he remind me you know make sure you center find your peace for the day um greg that's just he he I know that's that's my heart that's that's my baby um my big sister Shar um she literally texts me every day if it's just a simple i love you um just checking in any of that she has been a big 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 support in my mental circle and when i say mental circle guys this is not just my inner circle this is the people who have checked on me daily during my hardest times Um 
I would like to say shout out to my BM Tierra. <laughs> she is my cactus friend. But when I'm she lets me not be be okay. Like she lets me fall apart. She lets me do what I need to do. But then she reminds me, you know, that when I do get over the pain and when I do make it over that nobody would you know be able to break me and she reminds me of how strong I am and how far I come um and she's my friend that can relate to some things that you know some of my other friends can't so I appreciate you for that um also my BM Trina she always texts me and just tells me how proud of me she is all the time. She always reminds me. I don't care if I don't talk to her for two weeks, three weeks. She'll text me like, I'm proud of you and I love you. Um, so thank you for that. Um, my little sister, Ashley, a.k.a. OGOG. <laughs> she is always calling in, checking in. Um, I talk to her on a daily basis, you know. And if I don't talk to her, she'd be like, hold on, wait a minute. What's going on? Um, so I love you for that. My dad, Uncle Dad, East Coast. Everybody knows um, I'm the favorite, <clears throat> but he doesn't have favorites. <laughs> um, but... You know, he gets me, he gets me through a lot. Um, and even, like I said, if he don't talk to me, if I try to go in my A, he be like, okay, like, do I need to put out an Amber Alert for my child? Like, what's going on? So, um, I appreciate you for that. Um, that is, that is, my my oh my soul sister can't forget her ashley but that's my ashley with two e's um literally i can be crying y'all and she'll call me like what's going on i don't i don't feel right something something doesn't feel right i feel like you know something's wrong so um, that's why i call her my soul sister because it's like we really attached at the soul like even times where i'm feeling devious and want to do something she'll call me like oh, what, what you about to do um, so I love you for that. Um, so thank you guys on my, on that inner, inner note. Um, but I do want my circle to still feel loved. <laughs> so for, um, my best friend, Catherine, thank you for, you know, always being here. Thank you to my Pete, Deja. Thank you for my liquor bitches. And y'all know who y'all are. <laughs> um, I love every one of y'all dearly. Shout out to my one and only Columbus friend. Um, this is y'all. I done had a couple of Columbus friends. And I ended up with one because the other, the other ones almost made me catch a couple cases, y'all. But whenever I need her, she is here. And that is my Ray Bay. Um, but 
I just wanted to, like I said, take a special shout out to my, like I said, my inner mental circle. Um, Cause they, you know, they know the dark, dark me. They know some of the demons and they didn't see some of the demons. So they can feel for me on a different level. Um, but that was today's episode, guys. Again, like I said, um, you guys are never alone. If you need somebody to talk to you, if you don't want nobody to call you crazy or you know you feel like you having a crazy, quote-unquote, crazy moment and you just feel like you need a fellow crazy to understand you, you guys know where to find me. Find me on Facebook at Dunya, um, Aline-ish, Instagram, Goldilocks, Lily Marie, Twitter, um, and Miss Lily Marie Snapchat. I will be uploading another episode this Wednesday, so make sure you guys tune in. Um, And just, like I said, let me know what you guys want to talk about. Let me know what you want to know. What you want me to get out these folks? Who who feathers you need me to ruffle? All right, y'all.